Okay, we got some good news, actually great news on the job front. Toronto has just been ranked number one when it comes to high-tech jobs. And for more on this, we're joined now by Colin Yasakochi, who is with CBRE Tech Insight Center. And Colin joins us now here on Global News Radio. Colin, good afternoon. Appreciate your time. Hey, good afternoon, Jeff. Great to be here. All right. Can you give us a little insight here? Uh, Toronto uh, has beaten out some pretty heavy hitters uh, when it comes to tech jobs. Yeah. So, I mean, the tech industry has really been in love with Canada for, you know, probably at least the five past five years or so. And there's just been a tremendous amount of growth in Canada because of its uh, attractive business environment and the amount of talent that is available in Canada to perform tech jobs. And that's, a, that's resulted in a big growth in the tech industry, and specifically in Toronto, where we've seen tech job growth grow by 26% over the last two years, which is the highest that even outdid Seattle, which was our second highest growth market. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. How surprised are you by uh, some of these uh, results? Uh, Toronto, as you mentioned, uh, about 26.5% growth uh, year over year. But uh, Seattle, Vancouver, New York, Austin, Texas, we're outpacing them all. Yeah, you even got Montreal at number six. And so what we've really seen happen over the last five years or so is that the amount of growth in the United States, specifically in, on the West Coast, where many of these American tech firms are headquartered, um, got a little bit saturated. And they found that Toronto offered an extremely attractive alternative in terms of the quality of the um, workforce in, in particular markets, and specifically the quality of college students coming out of your regional university, the University of Toronto, uh, Waterloo being that. And then the, the other thing that made Toronto and Canada as a whole very attractive is the relative cost difference because it was substantially lower in cost to hire Toronto versus the United States, even even if you consider you know exchange rates, um, you know, not really discounting for that. And how great is this news, Colin, when it comes to the so-called brain drain? And we've heard this, you know, really for decades uh, now that Canada is losing a lot of its uh, great talent uh, south of the border to Silicon uh, Valley with uh, more and more of our talent uh, staying here. Is this kind of stemming the tide when it comes to that, again, so-called brain drain? I think it is. So when you have a situation where you're educating more graduates than you have jobs for them, they're forced to go somewhere else, right? Because they want to put their skills to work. And the more growth that can occur, you know, within Toronto and Canada as a whole, that sort of suits their skills, and they're going to be more likely to stay. And then I would say the second thing, too, is that because you do know that many, you know, Canadians have um, come to the United States to work, many of them may want to come back. So that's an additional source of talent Mm. that could uh, even fuel growth even further. Now, what sort of companies are we talking about? Is it the usual players here? Is there uh, some other uh, up-and-comers, some uh, emerging tech companies uh, as well that uh, have decided to put roots down here in Toronto that uh, we're pretty excited about? I would say that it's mainly driven by American tech companies. So sort of big tech um, are probably the biggest growers in the market. But because you know, they have come there and been there for quite some time, but there's a very strong sort of, you know, innovative economy where you have a lot of startups and stuff, which lead to bigger homegrown companies. And then I would say adjacent to that is that every industry is becoming much more tech. 
So if you're in financial services or even healthcare, that tech has become even more important. So many of the firms that you don't consider tech are actually hiring tech workers because they need to become, you know, much more um, technologically innovative in, in delivering their services to their customers. And when you talk about tech workers, Colin, what kind of jobs are we uh, looking at or talking about here? I mean, are we talking about not only jobs, uh, good jobs for today, but also the jobs of the future? I think we're talking about both because when you think about the tech industry, you know, their specific concern that they're looking to hire is people who actually do technical jobs. So that's a software developer, that's a hardware engineer, or that could be a, you know, a database or a systems administrator. But second to that is that um, tech firms in general, you know, half of their employees are not involved in the actual technology. So they may be sales. There are, you know, accounting, financial service, and human resources. So they offer a broad spectrum of jobs sort of across the board, but they are most focused on the technical jobs. And that is really where the future of the, you know, growth in the economy, not only in Canada, but in the U.S. as well. As the pandemic has taught us, we're much more reliant on technology today than we ever were. Sure. And what kind of spin-off effects does this have overall, do you think, for the economy? Not only the province, but the country as a whole. As you mentioned, uh, Montreal just outside the top five at uh, number six. Vancouver in there in the uh, top five as well. I mean, this has got to bode well for the economy when it comes to uh, bouncing back from the uh, pandemic. And it is great news, I would imagine, uh, when it comes... Uh, you know, to uh, restaurants, uh, stores, uh, you know, more people with uh, money to spend. Sure. So, you know, one of the uh, great economists at the University of California at, at Berkeley, uh, Enrico Moretti, had did a book and published the fact that, you know, according to his analysis, he thought that for every technical job that was created, there were five jobs that benefited from that. So we see a very broad impact of the technology industry growing you know, within Canada and, and for that matter, you know, globally. And, you know, the direct impacts not only to spending in, in retail, restaurants and those sort of things, but the visitor industry, as well as the, the, you know, the housing market and other forms of commercial real estate all benefit by these higher paying jobs coming into the economy. All right, just finally, uh, Toronto at number one, ranked number one when it comes to uh, tech jobs. And I'm looking down this list, Seattle at two, New York at uh, four. It's not till number nine, San Francisco, that I see kind of somewhere near or close to what is traditionally known as Silicon Valley. Is it too early, do you think, Colin, to call us the new Silicon Valley? (laughs) (laughs) I, I think so, Jeff. I think what we're really talking about here is that the growth rates in Silicon Valley was was so high that it slowed down during the pandemic. And that was a lot of it was specific to San Francisco because when we were hit with mobility restrictions and we really couldn't do our normal course of business, it impacted the tech industry that serves transportation, hospitality, retail and restaurants. And a lot of those firms were based in San Francisco. And so San Francisco saw a pretty significant impact on that. But what you are seeing is that tech companies in San Francisco and the Bay Area realized that they needed to continue to grow, and especially in the markets that have the best quality labor come at a much um, you know, more affordable cost than the, the high cost in the Bay Area. And you know that's been Toronto, and I expect Toronto to continue to grow and to continue to thrive. And the tech industry is going to be one of the leaders in making that happen. 
All right, some much welcome news on the jobs front. Number one, Toronto, when it comes to high-tech jobs. Colin, really appreciate the insight and the time. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. All right, there goes Colin Yasukochi with the CBRE Tech Insight Center. And we're back after this on Global News Radio. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.